Well, she had it zoomed on you last night. I did. Night. Oh, really? really? Who was that? Amelia. Amelia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's actually between us now. All right. Good. Is it on? Yeah. Oh, all right. So, uh, well, welcome. Hmm. I'll just give you a, a quick little take how I see it. So, you know, you've heard the word non-duality, the two words, right? So in English, non means not, and duality means two. So my feeling of non-duality, it's, it's uh, a fact that negates the assumed facts, or the, uh, the assumptions, yes? You know assumption? Taking something to be so without really knowing if it's so or not, yeah? My girlfriend and I do it all the time. We assume the store's open, we don't call, we drive there, and it's closed, and we're surprised. We should have just called and find out if they're open. It just goes on and on like that. So, non-duality is just the negation of the basis of which we live from, really. Yeah. It's not an affirmation of anything, it's just negating what isn't so, yeah? So, and the message isn't directed towards you, and it's not coming from me. You don't, this is the mistake a lot of people make. They mix up the message with the messenger, yeah? The messenger has an impossible task to trying to live up to the message, yeah? It's just not, it's not, it's not in its programming, so. The message isn't to you, or to you, or to you, nor is it from me, yeah? Because I realized, for me to talk to you about the message goes nowhere, yeah? But what I do, what I want is to talk to what you are about what you're not. Instead of talking to what you're not about what you are. It just doesn't work, yes? And, and it's even worse if you try to talk to what you're not about what you're not. It gets really confused then. Yeah, it's, it's, it gets caught in trying to be a non-self as a self. Yeah, it's very difficult to pull it off. Yeah, so be clear about that. So the message isn't for you, so you don't have to understand it. What you need to do is to sit right where you are and the delivery will occur, like a spiritual subpoena, yeah? Because Basically, you're the obstruction. We're trying to throw it through, not to. We're not throwing you the ball. We're trying to throw the ball through you because you're the obscuring agent. You're what's causing it to be confusing. Yeah? You're, the, you're what's causing it not to be uh, available, I mean, in an, in an immediacy before you could even think of it being available. It's available. Yes? Our state. So, the message isn't to you from me, it's to what you are about what you're not. Because I went to talks, not like this, you know, mostly monotone, with a lot of loving gazes and a lot of... Like that, yes? So, <laughs> I don't like the idea of, of little pauses because the head regroups, you know, just... It's, it's, it again asserts that it's the hearer of the message. See, the biggest dilemma is to get around the hearer of the message, yeah? To get the, around the one who wants to understand. That's the biggest deterrent, 
Yeah, so you want to throw. I know how to get it around. It's sort of, you ever seen that old statue with Buddha? It's like a woman with a thousand arms. Yeah, so let's say each arm, each hand has a mitt, like a baseball mitt. And so that's the defense mechanism. It's catching everything and neutering it. Oh, I got it. I think I understand all this, yeah? We know all that takes is to have one get through, sort of like a spiritual spur, you know what I mean? So you throw a lot of information out with the hopes that one little bit of it gets through the defenses. See, while you're keenly taking notes and stuff like that, that's not, that's, that's the obscuring agent, yeah? It's when you realize the futility of you getting the message is when really the message opens up, yeah? When you have the rude awakening that you can't get it, yeah? What you are not cannot get this message, yeah? It's impossible. So you can just chill out, it's not gonna be long, it's gonna be like a half hour, 45 minutes. And you know, it's sort of like, I have faith in it, I've seen it happen many, many times, and basically you've already been served just by coming here, yeah? All right, so we're trying to throw that message to what we are, which is everywhere, so I don't even have to aim, yeah? I just throw it this way nonchalantly, it doesn't matter. All I gotta do is get it around you, get it over your head, and then that which you are hears it. And suddenly it's an incredible novel idea because it gets through and then what you are questions what you're not. Instead of what you're not questioning everything, what you are questions what you're not. You see what you're not, yeah? And in seeing what you're not, that's what you are. You're the awareness of what you're not. That's what you are. That's how you get a hit of it, yeah? If not, you're always that, so there's no way you can have an experience of it because you are it. You can't really understand it because you are it. You can't study it because it would be that which you are studying it, yeah? See, you can't study the studying, you know? You just can't get behind it. To, to know it or to understand it. You can, you can know everything else that you're not, but you can't know what you are. You only have one possibility, which is being it, yeah? And I'm saying you're being it right now, even though the thinking doesn't think so. The thinking doesn't think it's true, yeah? The thinking believes it's totally based on you as the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the seer, the taster, the toucher. It has you as a noun. It can't see what you are because you're using what you are to look for it, yeah? This is the message of non-duality. It's a very disarming message because the vehicle you would like to use to arrive at where you already are is incapable of arriving there. It seemingly can look like it's going, but it will never arrive at where it already is. That's the message, yeah? The message is not a call to arms, all right, I've heard the message, and then go start practicing. No, it's a disarming. You hear the message and you realize the futility of looking for it, trying to do yourself into it, trying to understand yourself into it, trying to do whatever, yeah? You see the futility of it all. You see, I can't get, I can't get in through the skylight, the cellar door, the side door, the cat door, the dog door, I can't get in, yeah? It's impossible, it's, so, because I am that, that's the stubborn fact. 
The stubborn fact is I am not a subject-object continuum right here. Yeah, that's what non-duality is negating. It's negating the idea you're the subject and you're the object and then you're the subject and you're the object. That's what it's saying, there's none of that, yeah? It just is what is, yeah? And so this has a lot of root awakenings and it really realizes, it's convinced that it can't pull it off, yeah? So what does it do? I don't know, find out, yeah? What I found out is that engine of seeking I don't think we've ever, it's, we, pro, we have no memory of it stopped, we don't. We've just been on seeking, seeking, seeking since the, the mother's teeth, you know. It's we constantly, constantly seeking, 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 seeking. When that stops, it's like it couldn't have ever imagined it. Yeah? You had no idea of it. Yeah? You really had no idea of it. And, you, and so you, you try to name what's causing you trouble, but when you really see, and when that really stops, the relief that arises, you know what was causing the unrelief, yeah? which was the seeking, especially using you to look for you. So there's a stop, I mean a real stopping. And uh, then suddenly, See, when I'm constantly moving, I'm sort of blind in a way, yeah? When I stop, I really see. I can see blue is blue and red is red. Things become clear, yeah? When I'm moving, it's like the blur, yeah? But if I actually stop, I see things clearly, yeah? Not through effort or thought, not through uh, heroic endeavors, not through sacrificing and fucking you know, withholding myself from shit. It's just part and parcel of the fact that you're awake, yeah? The fact is you're awake. Now, here in this, this event, I would say it's dreaming, you can seem, it can appear to you that you're asleep to that fact. It can. And it can appear to you that you're asleep to it for maybe 70 years, 80 years. Yeah, that's why lives are finite. They can't, you can't keep holding your breath for that long. You know what I mean? It's just, so, but you can, you can, it can appear to you that you're not awake, especially when what you're relying on as your eyes is the brain, is the thought system. It assumes you're a thing. It assumes that you have been hurt, you're gonna be hurt, and therefore you're fucking very, very, very able to be hurt now. We don't live in an ease and comfort, yeah? We live in a stress, yeah? And you'll know the problem from the solution. You, when you have relief, you'll know why the relief didn't seem to be available, yeah? You do. That's how you learn about things. You learn about, just like, if you wanted to know gravity, you could study gravity, right? You could read books about gravity. You could go to school to become a professor of gravity. You could go give talks about gravity, but if you really wanna know the effects of gravity, just go into an anti-gravity chamber. When the effects of gravity were lifted, you, knew, you would know the effects, yeah? By them not affecting you, you would know the effects. While you're always affected by it, you don't know, yeah? It just becomes normal, it just becomes the way things are. But when it lifts, you realize, Jesus, how fucking manufactured it was, yeah. And 
the, the manufacturing of this idea of you stops quite a lot. And what sees that is what's always continuing, which is what we are, yeah? That's all it is. So it's just correcting a mistake that never happened, really. It can seem to have happened, but it never has happened. You've never not been what you are. It doesn't matter that you did heinous things or heinous things were done to you. It doesn't matter. Nothing has caused a lasting effect here. It's all dreaming, yeah? The screen is untouched. The screen in the movie theater is probably the cheapest investment a movie theater makes. It gets one screen for seven years and tons of movies are shown on the same screen. And the movie, you know, if it's a melodrama, a lot of tears and crying, the screen doesn't get wet. If it's an army picture, it doesn't blow up the screen. The screen allows what's ever happening to happen, but is not affected by it, yeah? Where is that immunity now? Where is that immunity to all that's going on now? So, great master Huang Po, Zen master, old Chinese Zen master. I really liked him. He would say many things. One of them is, whatever can be perceived, cannot be perceiving. Hmm? So you're perceiving this, yes? This can't be perceiving. I'm seeing that, that can't be perceiving. So basically, we're all off the game board, yeah? The race is over, you can just freaking chill out. <laughs> the telescope, no matter how incredibly complex it is, does not see the stars. What's looking through the telescope sees the stars. <laughs> the telescope facilitates something, but that is not what's seen, yeah? So, <laughs> whatever can be perceived, cannot be perceiving, all right? That's over, so let's get clear. Is it true or not? Check it out. Because obviously we live as if that which is perceiving is real, obviously, yes? So he's negating that. You can agree or not agree, I would check it out. But whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. All right, so that clears the whole freaking thing up, yeah? So I, if I am that which is perceiving, I can't be the perceived, yeah? yeah. If, I'm, if my whole life is based on what's perceiving, and yet the mental narrative is, is based on a body, there's something off there. Because what can be perceived can't be that which is perceiving. So I'm, in, I'm confused. I have that which is perceiving mixed with something that can be perceived. Yeah? And then the mental state keeps attributing, attributing the seeing or the perceiving to the body. Yeah? So it keeps saying it's the body that's perceiving. Why, what, why do you want to study complex fucking machinations that come from this mistake? See the first mistake. <laughs> why move anywhere else? Yeah. Whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. Yet, the mental narrative, the history that we rely on, the future that we're worried about, yeah, all the memories, 
are, we are seen or held as a body and the body has been a trick the perception or the perceiving has been given to the body we think the body is seeing we think the body is feeling we think the body is tasting and touching yeah but the body's like the telescope it's facilitating an experience of the seeing but it's not the cause of it yeah how difficult is that so let's say we're talking about 50 miles later when this little horse got put behind the cart and then you're talking about oh you you'd have to have zillions of skillful means to deal with the fucking predicament that that mistake would constantly promote yeah instead go to the beginning hey that which you're listening to all day does it believe that that which is perceiving is the body Yes, all right. At that point, it would dawn on you, it's quite unreliable. <laughs> if, it's, if its whole basis is based on a falsehood, yeah, it's unreliable. It's, we're not gonna get clear information from it. So non-duality is a negation of that. It's a negation of mixing up the subjectness with the object, yeah? And confusing the subjectness with the object. And now thinking the object is, is, that is what's subjective, which is insane, yeah? So here's the subjectiveness, seeing, hearing, feeling, taste. That you would say that's consciousness, and then there's that awareness. So here you go. That which is seeing is now being attributed as a quality the body has. That's a mistake. Yeah. And what gets built on that? It's sort of like if you took a journey and that first little step was a little off. After 300,000 steps, it's been a huge arc. You've gone way, 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 way off. Yeah. Because it just adds to it. Just like a, suddenly a mistake casts a shadow. And then everything that comes after it reinforces the shadow. Yeah. I think a lot of us want to get into the mind candy of spirituality. We want to know all this. Just, just go to like, you know, when you're going to be a sailor or, you know, get a sailboat. Go to knot school. <laughs> Learn the first couple of knots. Yeah, see, see if it's the case, yeah? And then see, there's where the relief lies. It doesn't lie, to keep trying to get relief for the knot is more knotting of it, yes? You don't see it? To constantly seek solution to what's not happening is giving reality to what's not happening. <laughs> We have the problem in recovery and drug addiction and alcoholism where it says, hey, there's something that's playing God. It's the head, yes. And you gotta quit playing God. Why? It doesn't work. Pretty simple, yeah. It doesn't give you 800 pages why. It says it doesn't work. <laughs> and then hopefully that triggers you to see zillions of examples of it not working in your life. So the narrative, that thing, that voice, that sounds like the vocal cords of this body, so you call it your voice, because there's the identification as the body, 
is putting us in a sort of a trance all day. Yeah? It's, it's constantly inferring and implying we're the subject <laughs> as the body. Why move farther than that? If that's not clear, it's gonna cast a shadow all the way through. So then he goes, okay, here we are at a meeting. And let's say Hawang Po was running the meeting. Hawang Po would uh, look at everyone here, Sharon, Paul, Keith, yeah. Uh, there's so many people here, I can't announce all the names. It would take hours. So, it's, mm -hmm. <laughs> so and he would go, and so Hawang Po's looking right at you, and you think it's you that he's looking at, yeah? That's the dilemma. But he isn't, he's looking at something inside, not inside, he's seeing something other than you. And he says to that, hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah, yeah, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use light to seek light. You can't use mind, mind, awareness, yeah, to seek it, to seek awareness, yeah. You can do it for eons, which is a rather long time, and nothing's going to happen, yeah? Now, if you were Sharon, really Sharon, why would Hoang Po ever say that to Sharon? He's not seeing Sharon, he's seeing Buddha, and he's trying to get through Sharon to Buddha and tell Buddha, hey, you can't use yourself to find yourself, yeah? <laughs> if you weren't the Buddha, if you weren't mind, if you weren't light, he would never say that to you. Yeah? He would say, you better find the light. You better find the mind. You better fucking find the Buddha. Yeah? But in his view, you are the Buddha. You are mind. You are light. In other words, you are what you have been looking for. And the looking for it is the blindness to it, literally, yeah? You're looking for it with such concentration and noble in intentions is the obscuring of it. Because you're using what you're looking for to look for itself, yeah? You see? Either they're wrong or they're right. And in my sense, they're right. And this can land on the Buddha, and it will change Paul's little behavioral modality. <laughs> because Paul will see clearly how futile it is to Paul, a.k.a. the Buddha, to use the Buddha to look for the Buddha. <laughs> and it will see that basically that's what it's been doing for many, 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 many years, seemingly. We call it self, this idea of being the doer and the thinker and the that. The self can't get out of self in recovery. It's a beautiful statement. It says self can't get out of self, yeah? So, in, conversely, Buddha can't get into Buddha <laughs> because it's the Buddha, yeah? <laughs> the way you get out of self is see you're not one. You never get out of self as a self. That's what they observed, trying incredibly for many, many years. Tons of people came to the conclusion, hey, it seems like I can't get out of me as me. 
All right. Let's get off the bus, you know. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> get off. See what happens. If this message hits the mark, you'll know because you won't spend any time looking for what can't be found. You won't. <laughs> you will know. You'll have no interest in uh, becoming spiritual, probably. You won't. You'll see it as ridiculous. How can spirit become more spirit? <laughs> it's not like it can put on muscle weight. There's, there's no thing. It can't. How am I going to add spirit onto spirit? Where do I start? Where, you know, where is it lacking? I don't know. Yes? So, this is the message. Like it or not. It's not a very attractive, you know. To what you're not, it's a bummer message. Really, because it, it, the, the biggest thing, what you're not is afraid of, is being irrelevant, really. <laughs> it wants to, it's holding on to the idea, at least I can block you from the truth. <laughs> I may not be able to get you there, but I can block it from you, you know? And we're lending it relevance, you know, relevance. We're lending it meaning. We're giving it power it doesn't have, yes? It doesn't have the power to obscure anything from us because it appears after us. What we are is before what we're not. What we're not is produced, yeah? What we are isn't, yeah? What we are is the before. What we think we are comes after. Let's just be clear. Yeah. Now it assumes it's before. That's what it does. You want to see the robbery. I've seen the robbery. What happens is that which comes after. So let's just break it down to conscious contact. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Yes? That's the experience of this place. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. We're all bound there. Every action figure, that's the basis. The action figure is like a five lens telescope. Once one lens sees, hears, feels, tastes, and touches, yes? And then there's observing thoughts about what was seen, hear, heard, felt, yes, yeah? That's it, it could, if it had 80, lenses, there would be 80 events. There's not a lack of consciousness, there's a lack of gates that it goes through. So there's the five sense gates. So there's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Then the brain, when it gets developed, maybe two, three, four years old, the brain yeah, appears, notices that which the consciousness, and then claims the seeing to imply the seer. Yeah? And the seer needs a scene. So now you have duality. Yeah. So first there's seeing. Yes, that's what's happening. Hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. But now the mental state reacts and says the seeing implies there's a seer and a scene. Yeah. Now on the scene side, there'll be many, many scenes. But all day there'll only be one seer, you. All the seeing will be attributed to you, this, all day. Hearing, you'll hear tons of things, but there'll be one hearer, 
all day, all day. One feeler, one taster, one toucher, one smeller. Yeah, this is how it reinforces this insane idea that you're it. So the head, the head claims what's going on. It claims the verbs and it, and it uses it to imply a noun which comes after the verb. And when the noun is made, it's, it, it's, it says it's before the verbs. So now you think you have a lot to do with a lot of shit you have nothing to do with. <laughs> really, yeah? You have nothing to do with the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. There's no volition in it really, is there? If your eyes are open and you swore you're never going to see a bird again and it's daytime, a bird may fly by, you're going to see it. <laughs> you know? And if you just hear people talk about feelings, a lot of times they go, I didn't want to feel that. So the feeling came first and then they, the idea of being the feeler came after. Yeah? Why don't you recognize it? It clears everything freaking up. If you are sitting the wrong way on the cart, your, your forward is backward. You know, you're thinking you're going somewhere. It's not, you're not going anywhere. It's the same old, same old. <laughs> you, you feel the movement, but you're telling yourself you're going this way, but you're not going anywhere. <laughs> so in English, you can recognize the dog that's taking all the shit in your life, you can recognize it by the poop, yeah? So in the English language, it's the word my, M-Y. So here, I'll put money up here, health up here, sex up here and everyone will react to the words. And then I'm gonna change the word completely without changing any letter in the word. My money, my health, my sex. So I wish everyone here to have a lot of money, but I don't want you to have any of my money. The my changes everything, yes? You don't see it all day? You're the seasoning. Yeah? You're the seasoning that sours the fucking soup. <laughs> You're the stirrer that stirs the pot. Yeah? You don't see it. If you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. And you'll be li really living as the shadow, not what's casting the shadow. <laughs> it's such a beautiful message. It's not demanding anything from you. You're already living under a huge amount of demands. You're living under a slavery. The mental state has enslaved us to time, enslaved us to, we have to earn goodness. <laughs> we gotta convince it that we deserve to watch a movie tonight or have an ice cream cone. <laughs> We've gotta have the day reviewed and then it pontificates it was a bad day. If you were in the day, wouldn't you know it was bad when it was batting? Do you have to wait for the fucking head to tell you? Like eight hours later? Oh, that was a terrible day. What? I thought I was in it. What, are we out that far out to lunch? It's, 
you know, I entertained this idea, not me. There was an entertainer of this idea. It caught, that's all, you know? And then I was convinced of some facts. I was convinced that the body is not what's perceiving. <laughs> I'm convinced of that. I'm convinced, therefore, the body can't be a vehicle to find, to take me where I want to go because I am already there, like the book says, on having never left. Yes? <laughs> so my day, instead of being looking to see what I'm going to acquire and arrive at, is based on having never left. Yeah. I'm just chilled out because. <laughs> what is there else is there to do? I can't. I'm, the, I'm my own worst enemy in a way. If I try to make something, it's going to bite me. <laughs> so you just sort of chill out and just take, you know, follow the tea leaves and the winds. And, you know, if I got to make money, make money. When the, when the fruits stop hanging low, I don't try to make money. Just hang out and see what happens. It's worked for years, yeah. And what happened over time, I can honestly say, I've had a huge chunk of time to observe this in action here. And I'll tell you, it's produced a stabilized traveling lighter for this. The thing it wishes the most that it can't produce in and of itself. It wishes it, but it can't do it. This can't pull it off, yeah. It's just that simple. Yeah. It can't pull off being happy, joyous, and free. It can't do it. It can't deliver the goods. It can't, it wants a stabilized condition, which it isn't. <laughs> this is always volatile. This is always at the effect of other effects, yeah? But then it can express that which we are. It can show some side effects of entertaining it, yeah? Which is it's chilled out. It's content and satisfied. And the contentment isn't based on things or circumstances. There's a contentment before I, I'm introduced and in rela relation with circumstances and conditions. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then you'll see, I really believe most of our behavior moving towards things is a moving away from shit, really. And so if you felt pretty content and satisfied, I don't think, I don't think there's very, very, there's very, very few bona fide spiritual seekers. They're, really, they're mostly people just feeling fucked up, yeah? And they've tried everything else, and so they try spirituality. They're trying to get relief from this as this, really, yeah? What would happen if this was content and satisfied, and its word in its language was enough? It would be able to behave, it would change when it hit enough. Yeah. It would chill. What more do you want? In this place, what more do you want than to be what you're looking for? What more could you what more reliable condition is that? That what you're looking for is always available at all times, right where we are with no requirement necessary to meet it other than the ones we make up, really, you know? And to me, the one that's holding all the requirements is in the act of playing God about God, in a way, yeah? You're withholding yourself from what you are, seemingly, yeah? To me, it's a slavery, really, literally. So, I have faith in this message because I entertained it for a long time. 
here. And you know, it's been authenticated as the last answer, really. It just took, and the last answer is a great fucking answer because it takes away the need for any other answers, yeah, concerning this topic. It's just, and it's been just a done deal for so many years now, it's unbelievable. I've never run into a last answer here ever about anything except this, never. There was always more to know, you know, as there's this, maybe there's an extreme radical version or super fast version. No, this is just, you know, we always joke, but listen, you know, what's new in non-duality 2019? Nothing. <laughs> it's just a fact that's always available all, all, wherever you are, it's the context. And the context is there's not two. The whole reality of this dreaming has been put to a question. And there's been an exclamation of a seeing of it, and the exclamation was not to. Yeah, that's it. Non-duality doesn't exclaim itself, it exclaims the opposite of it, because it's the opposite that's the obscuring agent. Yeah? You don't need to know what you are, you need to know what you're not because you may be in the act of being identified as it, yeah? So it's very, very important for what you are to know what it's not, so it can see, hey, maybe that's the case. I've been taking myself to be Paul, yeah? You know what, how, that seeing reverberates a long fucking time. You don't need to add anything onto it. It will reverberate when, you'll, when you see it. It will reverberate on and on and on. When it, I'll tell you this one time, I saw it clearly, I wasn't self, yeah? This idea, I wasn't the thinker or the feeler. And I saw it with, because I had alcoholism and addiction and I was going to meetings where people had alcoholism and addiction. And I listened to people. And while I was there, I thought I, I was terminally unique. Like no one felt like I did or thought like I did or did the shit I did. But a lot of people shared thoughts and feelings and actions they did. And I could only come to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts? <laughs> or they're not my thoughts. Yeah, we all were sharing the same, same thought system. And the beautifulness of it, the identification as being a unique thinker kept us fucking uh, separated from the obvious answer that these aren't my thoughts, yeah? But when I heard enough people share them, they sure sounded like mine, and how could they be mine if you have them? <laughs> the sense of ownership gets blown out of the water. <laughs> and then what occurs? Relief from thoughts. You're on to something, yeah? Instead of fighting each thought and trying to categorize, these are good thoughts, these are so much good thoughts, these are bad thoughts, these are my little sexual secret thoughts, no one gets to see those. Whatever, have them all compartmentalized like a fucking herd, you know what I mean? These are my black angus, these are my, you know what I mean? I want everyone to see my spiritual thoughts, not the other ones. No, you go to the idea of the thinker. Are you the thinker? If you're not the thinker of your thoughts, you'll lose interest in, quote-unquote, your thoughts, because they're not your thoughts. <laughs> it's as simple as that. 
It's simple as that. <laughs> All right, there goes one pin. All right, why would you want to keep it compartmentalized? How about feeler? All right, wait a minute. It's maybe the same clarity is, in, is involved with the other gate. You know what I mean? Maybe each gate has the same lock. <laughs> the lock is feeler, seer, thinker, doer. You know what I mean? So sit, uh, let's see, maybe I'm not the doer. Wow. Forgiveness, acceptance of my past behaviors. Tons of shit start happening. What? I've been trying so hard to forgive myself as myself. <laughs> I did it, there was an end around, and then I'm like, fucking acceptance came into my life, yeah. So hey, are you the thinker, are you the feeler? When there's thinking, do you believe the thinker is a body? That the body's thinking, that the body's seeing, that the body, if you are, don't go to grade two. <laughs> Stay in kindergarten. <laughs> And get these clear because if you don't they're going to be a bugaboo on your pursuit they are these are the warnings that we need to hear they should be like a you know a cigarette pack where they have a warning this could be dangerous to your health well this could be dangerous to your fucking spiritual <laughs> yeah. So you got the key. It works for every lock. <laughs> you, it's just a pantomime. There's no lock. <laughs> there's no. There's no. There's nothing that's keeping you anywhere. <laughs> Have you ever been gone out of here and now? Have you really? Has all the thinking of what's not happening actually made it happen? It may have caused an effect in you, but did it make next Friday happen now by thinking about it? No. <laughs> You're distinctly, you have a distinct immunity to what's not happening. You're what's happening. <laughs> yeah, now what's not happening, anything can happen in what's not happening. Anything you can freaking come up with can be happening. Yeah. Now, what's happening doesn't have all that, but it has one quality what's not happening doesn't have, which is it's happening. <laughs> it's just you can count on it. <laughs> and just, just being here, which isn't like, you know, sweat-induced, you know, effort. Being here is a fact, yeah? Being here, just awake to that, is a built-in immunity to what's not happening, which is the realm of the thought system. The, narr the narration is living in time. The way you're remembered now is by being remembered as a body in the past and being worried about, which is another form of remembering, of being a body in the future. That's how it works. I was Paul as a body, I'm definitely gonna be Paul as a body, therefore I am Paul as a body now. It sits on the I am, and now it actually uses the I am to verify itself. Yeah? 
He claims the I am. The I am is evidence that there's Paul. And the I am is not giving evidence to Paul. The I am is I am. As, as supposedly God said, I am that I am. It didn't say I am that Paul. <laughs> or I am that Sharon. It's I am that I am. Yeah. <laughs> the Paul and the Sharon are a little Adam. <laughs> Got carried away. Way away. <laughs> so... I can't say it any better than that. No, I'm all right. Cool. You have any questions? Uh, yeah, I noticed that when I remember that we used to do it like, oh, it's such a relief, this yeah. question, yeah? But it's always like I have to remember. I, 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 I go in my story and then I have to bring it back to that emptiness again of just being without any, putting any label on it or nothing on it, just being in it. And to know then that which feels like it has to remember, you're not that. Even. Yeah, so that's the beauty of it. Keep don't let it start. Don't let it start setting up shop, like pulling out the rug and then all right, just keep pulling the rug out from under. Really, it's, it's, so it just did it happen more quickly. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. You don't need. There's not an infinite amount of rugs you pull out. You pull out about I don't know how many. I'd probably say in one hand or maybe two the most. And then there's a, there's a, there's a jump. The mind leaps into the fact, yeah? Yeah, what you're not gets pulled, and then after a while you see, oh, yeah. And you, you basically stay on that. Well, you don't stay on it, because you can't move from it. <laughs> so if you haven't moved from someplace, you're not in the act of staying on it. You can't move. <laughs> That's uh, this is the the easier, softer way. Like the idea of a lot of people have a lot of books about letting go, but it's based on a premise that there's someone holding on. We like to question that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there yeah. someone holding on? Yeah. Then I don't have to go through. Oh, I need to let go. <laughs> so no, you don't. Just there was no one holding on. See, the solution doesn't demonstrate itself in time. It doesn't need time, yeah? Because it's not like to get out of an imaginary place doesn't take any time. You're already out of the imaginary place, you see? This is the, this is the timelessness of the solution. It will, keep, it will keep breaking into your little time logic and fucking disrupt it to the point where there'll be an acknowledgement. Yeah, you'll have, you'll have a sense of the difference between timeless and time, yeah? You will, you'll, you'll, you'll have discernment, you really will, yeah? And because that's why I always use these little tricks, like how long does it take to get out of an imaginary place? No time at all. I'm basically always in the experience of being out of an imaginary place because I can't be in. <laughs> so you throw 
Time is going to beget time. You have to allow the sense of timelessness to display itself. It will display itself in time, but you'll know the difference. Yeah. We believe this has to take time. It has to take time for me to get this and that. No, it doesn't. You know, you're, because you're not away from it to have to get it. Yeah. You don't, underst you don't understand the deepness of what you're not is paper thin. Paper thin. Yeah. If you see it from here, all you see is light coming through it. If you, look, if you look at it from here, it seems like it's solid and real. Yeah? If you're produced here, it will be seen as real. If you're, if you're seeing it from the unproduced, it's just lights going right through it. It's not solid, it's not. It's dreaming, literally. It's just like at night. If you didn't wake up at, the, at night, you would be thinking this was real at night. It's, it's, it's because we wake up seemingly that we can say, oh, that was dreaming. We just don't seem to have that event here where we can say this is dreaming. But if you look at it, let's say I'm, I'm drinking a five second slug of something. Yeah, one night, that's the whole dream. And then the other night, I have a 300-year epic where I'm like Genghis Khan or whatever, go on and on. So how long does it take for me to wake up from both the dreams? Nothing. So time, nothing, means nothing. Time means what it does in the dreaming of it. In the outside of it, there's no, time has no fucking meaning, yeah? In the, three, in the dreaming of 300 years, it had a lot of meaning. When I woke up, it didn't take me three months to wake up. It was so real, it's gonna, it's gonna be a lot of chipping away to make it unreal. No, yeah, it's like, like that, it was dreaming. You have the flavor of timelessness. All day it happens, all day it inserts into our day where you get paused and then you, you know, oh, there's a beautiful hummingbird or something, you see the wind, or like today I was driving and there was like a weird uh, ray of light on the bay and I got a chance to check it out. You know, you're, you're available to what's going on. It's your fucking awake. You never get chipped. I mean, I'm ne I never get chipped at all, at all day, sleeping, dreaming. It's just, <laughs> you're never not here. Yeah. Your head will assume it has power. Oh, I've been really spaced out. No, you haven't. The surveillance camera you're in the fucking. Yeah, wherever you are today, you've been here. <laughs> oh no, I don't think so. I was back in Israel. No, you weren't. You're here. Yeah. This it gives itself a lot of power it doesn't have. It's a it's like the wand. That thinks, it's, that, is, that thinks it's doing the magic trick. It's us that's doing the magic trick with the wand, yeah? The wand has nothing. It's us believing in it that it spins a story. Where the dreaming, where the dreaming. As an activity, what we are is the dreaming. Just complete verbing until there isn't any.
so on, having never left. Fucking great. We did it last night, the old yoga mantra. Gone, gone, gone to the other shore. I mean, the other shore is so much better than the shore you think you're on. Could be any other shore. Gone, gone, gone to the Jersey shore. <laughs> gone, gone, gone to the other shore. Upon arriving at the other shore, ha, I'm having never left. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. I got a huge story about, I mean, gone, 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 the other shore, I hated that fun, you know? But when I arrived at the other shore on having never left, basically nothing's ever happened, yeah? The shore you were thought you were on, you were never there. <laughs> I had this one time, it hit me, and it was just told me it's always been this way, yeah? It just got very clear and just the emphatic, like, uh, just sense felt statement was it's always been this way. So it negated my whole story. It, it negated Paul arriving, Paul fucking up and getting exiled, Paul hoping to return, all this stuff seemed as real as real to it could be as Paul was None of it ever, nothing ever happened. It's always been this way. It's always been this way. Yeah, so, there you go. Was it suddenly or was it gradual? It wasn't for me, first of all. It's always sudden because it's always happening, yeah? I don't like telling stories because then you think something has to happen and nothing has to happen. Nothing has to happen to trigger what's always happening. <laughs> As Ramana said, Ramana Hashi says, it's always realized. It's always realized. There's no real, the realization is that it's always realized. So was there a realization? As what you're not, the story goes to a certain point. I've had a realization. Then the realization tells you it's always realized. So did you have a realization? It just negated the whole story. Yeah? So yeah, you have a story. Just something happened to me. But when that thing happens to you, it tells you it's always happening. So did it happen to you? <laughs> I mean, your whole story gets pulled out like a plug. Just, you want, no, it just gets sucked out. Let it go, yeah. Then you can, you know, you know, this action figure, since I was a kid, I've been trying to get out of me as me. Reading science fiction, Edgar Allan Poe, then drugs and alcohol, then spirituality, then deep disappointment and add back to drugs and alcohol, then having to get recovered from that because something intervened, then back to spirituality again, then the end of that by hearing this message, and then, uh, <laughs> hopefully all that little shaking up is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
What would you do if you knew you can't do anything about this? What would you do? Whatever you're gonna do, yeah? All the meaning and the consequentialness of it, all the incredible relevance put into it, you'll see through it. You can't change the fact. <laughs> it's just a relaxing, uh, hmm. you know, there's a lot of coiled springs, but then there's like the master spring. When that gets loosened, that's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. What, what happened with this was acceptance flooded in. And we had a use, when I grew up, they used to have these things called urban renewal projects when they work on the city. So I would call me an urban renewal project constantly being worked on. And then when it was seen that I'm not that, what came into this field was acceptance, which it never had since my grandmother died. You know, That's probably the most acceptance I had had was my grandmother's love. And then suddenly acceptance just came in. And the, the fucking, you know, it was, you know, recess occurred. <laughs> it was fucking over, yeah? Paul has gotten, Paul's not getting arrested every day. I'm not fucking planning an incredible heist. I'm not trying to fuck around here and there. All the maintenance that Paul needed has been done, yeah? Paul's a Toyota, it's not a chariot of the gods. I'm not gonna try to put like Rolls Royce emblems on it. It's a utilitarian. It, it, it'll, it, it's a vehicle of expression and observation, really. That's how I see it, yeah? So now, I can receive and express love far out. Didn't seem to be capable of doing that in the past, yeah? A lot of things it wasn't capable of, capable of weren't achieved, they've just been expressed. Yeah. I didn't achieve any of it, but they've been expressed through me, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I didn't set out to express any of it, but I've observed what's been expressed. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And you know the tree by its fruits, really. Like they said, a good tree cannot bring forth bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bring forth, forth good fruit, you know? You'll see the tree, but you'll know the tree by its fruits. Yeah. So that's it. I've had enough <laughs> with this. It's because you came from Israel. I stayed on it as long as I have. All right, so let's pass the basket. And if you want, we go out to eat. You hungry? No, you're not. No, no. But we go out to eat.